Hello everyone, this is episode 617 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Friday, April 19th, 2019. Double 19. Very special day today. When it's the 19th and the year is 19, oh, you know it's going to be special. This is going to be a short episode because I don't have all that much to talk about. Nothing really movie-wise. I didn't see any news that stood out other than seeing that there's a new trailer or the first trailer for a another reboot of the Chucky of the Child's Play series because I think they rebooted it a few years ago and now they're rebooting it again with Mark Hamill as the voice of Chucky and it looks terrible in large part because Chucky looks fucking awful in the little bit they've shown. And I guess in this version, it's a future version or, you know, the current or or kind of current, maybe very, very near future where Chucky is got some kind of chip built into him and he's able to access all the other devices that are integrated in this global system so he can turn on whatever kind of device he wants. I don't know, but it looks stupid and I can't get over how horrible Chucky looks in what little we've seen of him. He just looks very bad. Uh, I don't know if it's completely CG. I, I just I don't know what from what I've seen Chucky is, but it doesn't look great, which is disappointing because there are some good cast members in it. You have Aubrey Plaza, the rapper from Atlanta, the TV series. Who I I don't know his, his name, but uh, I like him, and I don't know if there was anyone else. I think there might have been a few others that were recognizable, but you know I like Aubrey Plaza, though she's made some really bad movies. I probably more bad movies than good movies. In fact, I don't know if I can think of a single good movie she's made. I think some people like The Little Hours. I hated that movie where she played a nun with. Some of the ones that was just crass and stupid. Life After Beth I didn't see, but it was supposed to be really bad. Um, I'm sure she's done something. And I'm talking about where she's a lead. Because she was in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, which is great. But she you know, was a, a minor character. Uh, but she was great in it. Um, uh, anywho. Yeah. News-wise, that was the only thing that I was like, oh, new, new, new Child's Play. I like the first Child's Play. It scared the shit out of me as a kid. But uh, I liked it. And, and the funny thing about Child's Play, and this is how little I have to talk about games and whatnot that I'm just going off on this, is that when I was young, I had nightmares about Chucky. But also, I had this incredible fear that Chucky would be hiding under my bed and that if I let my feet dangle, if I didn't just like jump off my bed whenever I woke up or, or whatnot, that he would slice my Achilles tendons. And that scared the shit out of me. And I, I always thought, man, that is super graphic. Where did I get that from? Is it in one of the Chucky movies? I don't know if that happens in one of the Chucky movies, but when I rewatched the original Pet Cemetery. Uh, maybe a month ago or so when it when it came out on on Blu-ray and 4K, I rewatched it, and 
the little boy when he's resurrected he does that and they show it and it is graphic and it is disgusting and i i don't know if my fear of that happening from chucky was actually from seeing it in pet cemetery and then just giving it to chucky because chucky is scary to look at even though that kid is scary as hell too i mean there's a lot of similarities in terms of their size and even their look uh but yeah that was funny uh seeing that and thinking to myself wait a second is this where i got it from and also speaking of pet cemetery the original one uh it's not a great movie the first hour or so is not that great but what it leads up to that final act the final 30 minutes or so is so unsettling and unnerving and just it 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 is a great final act uh and it's something i'd say is it may it makes it it makes up for the not great start in part because the director casted no names nobodies for the roles i believe and and it shows other than the 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 next door neighbor um yeah it's it's an all right movie but it has a fantastic finish uh, god it, it was very disturbing Ugh. watching that movie and i'm like oh this isn't as good or, or scary as i remember and then it, it it flipped that switch and i was like oh god i hate this is the this is terrible i don't want that i don't want any of this this is making me very uncomfortable but uh yeah Speaking of movies, I'll just get the movies out of the way right in the beginning. I started rewatching Pulp Fiction again because I, after watching it and, and thinking back on it more and more, I'm like, how do I actually feel about this movie? And upon rewatching it, I haven't finished it or anything. I don't think I'm going to finish it since I just watched it to its completion a few days ago. Um, I don't dislike Pulp Fiction. I just very 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 much so i i i just i hate the uma thurman john travolta storyline their date that whole thing should just be removed from the movie it would make it better you know we don't need any of uma thurman because all that is garbage it's an excuse for us to see her feet briefly and hear them talk about her feet and and when you're thinking about the foot massage, you're like, oh, those are the feet that were massaged, that that were supposedly massaged, whatever. Um, but if that was just removed, I think it would be a vastly superior movie. You don't need to remove Travolta entirely, even though I think he is somewhat of a surrogate for the audience in the movie, and he asks questions that some people in the audience or maybe a majority of the audience would be wondering themselves so that when uh, Jackson explains this or that, the audience is like, oh, so that's what it is. Um, I I still think he's not that great in his scenes with Jackson. He's fine. He's whatever. Uh, But Jackson is clearly the standout in in every scene where they're together. Um, Yeah, that that whole date thing, which goes on for way too long. it just should not be there. It's it's so bad. It's so just worthless garbage. Uh, but outside of that, 
I think I, I like pretty much everything else. So it's just that that comes pretty early on in the movie, lasts for maybe close to 30 minutes, and just kills the momentum. Because I have to sit through this drag uh, that keeps going and going. They have their date. Then they get back to her place. Then she ODs. Then they have to go to the, the drug dealer and then stick her with a needle. None of that's fun or funny or witty or anything. They're just stupid characters who I wish would actually die. They should have just let her OD. They should have just been like, oh. It's like, oh, shit. When he, when he finds her, she's like, oh, shit. I'm out of here. And then that should be the end. <laughs> Um, but yeah, on to what I've been playing. So the main thing I've been playing is Truberbrook, which I think is close enough to the pronunciation, which is a point and click adventure game where you have direct control over the player, uh, and that you can move them around the environment freely, but you still use an on-screen cursor to interact with objects. And I can't recommend the game at least on xbox one which is where i played it because of some kind of save bug that may leave you losing hours of your playtime, which happened to me uh, i i loaded it up a little while ago and noticed that instead of being near the end of chapter three i was still back in chapter one there are five chapters in this game and instead of having two plus hours uh, two and something uh, minutes worth uh, two hours and <laughs> something minutes worth of playtime. It took me back to where I had played it for about thirty minutes, and I don't know why that happened. I just lost all that progress. How did it happen? I have no idea. But it has killed my desire to keep playing the game. Not that I think the game is all that great. It, it's a pretty dull point-and-click adventure. The characters, what few are in it, aren't all that interesting. The dialogue isn't particularly funny or witty or charming or cute or interesting or anything at all. It's just very, very dull. Uh, visually, it looks all right, but it has a handful of the typical stupid point-and-click adventure type of puzzles that don't make any sense and just are roundabout ways of getting things to happen. Like in the first chapter, you get to a point where you're trying to get this. Uh, what are those things called? The like, not go is it gondolier? The like ski lift, but not in winter in those areas. Um, but you're trying to get it, that thing working again, and the the cord that connects the electricity to the the to the uh, whatever the power was bitten through or something so you have to reconnect the wires you can't do this with your bare skin because you get electrocuted and no matter how, how many times you try to do this you can't kill yourself i thought ooh, maybe i'll be able to kill myself just because you know why not try that and the way you get around that particular puzzle is by putting on the full suit of armor that is up in the town center as like a monument and the way you get this armor is, one, you have to get a fishing pole from the hotel manager who will let you get one if you give her something as collateral. And what you give her is a vibrator you find under your bed in your hotel room. They call it something 
like vibrating stick or something, but you know it's just a, it's it's a vibrator. It's a big vibrating dildo, okay? Just get over it. That's what it is. And it also disrupts the TV. You can turn it on uh, by the TV that the kid's watching, and it'll make the TV go to static. That's uh, not important. But you give the dildo, or not the dildo, because the dildo doesn't vibrate. Um, you give the vibrator to the manager, and she's like, ooh, this for me? And I'm like, yeah, this is plenty for the, the fishing pole. Then you have to go to the table that has rotting food on it, get a maggot for bait, and then you take that fishing pole back to where you started, which has a lake and a dock. Then you go fishing, and you'll pull out a can opener. And you know what you do with this can opener? You throw it at the the body of armor, and it just comes crashing down in a, a bunch of pieces. And then you can put it on. I like you could have just like punched it or something like it's just weird that of how you get this arbor is by fishing out a can opener that you then use to just throw at the armor. You could like why not throw the fishing pole? Why not poke it with the fishing pole? You had a can of tuna, throw that at it, but you have to use that to lure the fox, which this old dude thinks is a cat. Uh it's just basic ass stuff and none of it's particularly fun really um and regardless of all that even if i did really like it the fact that there is some kind of game save bug uh, at least in the xbox one version means no matter how good or bad it is i can't recommend playing it on xbox one may not be an issue on the other platforms but on xbox one I've had this happen to me, and if it can happen to me, it can happen to you, and that is not good. Nobody wants to lose that much progress. If I lost 15 minutes, if maybe it just didn't autosave or something, that'd be fine, but I lost so much progress, and I still, I don't know how that happened, because I've quit out of the game past that point, and had to, like, I don't know if there's some weird thing where it wasn't, for whatever reason, with this game sending or like it was sending certain no it wouldn't make sense for it to be sending a save to the cloud that was further along than the one that's on my internal hard drive and that it wouldn't be able to access that like i don't know what the hell's going on maybe when i load it up again it'll magically be there uh, back but who knows since i relaunched the game and quit out i don't know but I also ran into an, uh, a point where my character got stuck on the environment and I couldn't quit out of the animation and I had to back out. But when I returned, when I quit out and returned to the game, it put me right back where I was, no progress lost. So it seems like the game is auto-saving after every single interaction, which I love. I was super excited about that. I was ready to talk about this game and be somewhat positive, even though I'm like, okay, it's just an okay point-and-click adventure a little dull maybe you like it but it's relatively you know functional and all that and it auto saves all the time which is great but then i experienced this opposite end save thing that is the absolute worst thing that can happen and it's ruined my entire experience with it because i was having a fine time with it you know it, it was fine it, it could be much worse i've played much worse point and click adventures but 
I, I have no desire to replay this stuff because it's not like I'm nothing that I'm gonna re be replaying is fun. Like I, there's gonna be a lot of tedious things that I have to do that is just like, do I really want to do that? And the answer is no, I don't. So that is Trooper Brook, which is on Xbox One and I assume PS4 and uh, PC. Possibly Switch as well. Uh, probably Switch as well. Or eventually Switch as well. Who knows. Um, but uh, yeah, that was a disappointment. Then of course, still playing Apex Legends. Nothing really new to report there. And I already talked about all the, the movies and, and whatnot, so... I think that's pretty much going to do it for this here episode. I'm glad I was able to get an episode out because I was getting a lot of noise with uh, the recording and I didn't it didn't seem like it wanted to fix itself. I was just moving wires around left and right and seems to uh, be working again so hopefully that is the case and this uh here audio has not been corrupted. Otherwise, there won't be an episode today, which will be sad in some senses, but nothing too bad, nothing too crazy. Anywho, I think that will be a good place to end this episode. Once again, I'm your host, Marcus Genez. Y'all can find me on Twitter, pretty much everywhere, at PX Sausage. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast, the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, and attack the backlog which are all available on podcast services across the globe like stitcher radio google play apple Podcasts, and spotify and if you'd like to check out the video version of this year's show or attack the backlog you can go over to youtube.com slash pixelated sausage and watch both of them there if you see something you like that's not where this goes uh you can also check out the art i make over at pxsart.com and if you see something you like that's where it goes Click the link and it'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. And if you fancy the site in general and anything that we do, please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way. As always, thank you for watching or listening. I hope you enjoyed this here episode and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day and an absolutely lovely weekend. And if you're doing anything for Easter, enjoy that. I'll be out of town. So... Yeah. All right. That's it. Bye.